Welcome to the Mixed Reviews Podcast, a racially diverse cross-country extravaganza centered around media and friendship. Today's episode, we are going to be covering the disaster sci-fi War of the Worlds, directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. And a brief disclaimer, as I said, we're still getting this started and working through some technical issues. Um, In this particular episode, my dumbass self did not set my audio recording to come through the external mic. It is instead coming through my MacBook Pro mic, so I apologize that I sound like I'm talking through a soup can. Better audio ahead, and thanks for bearing with us. Enjoy. Okay. (laughs) War of the Worlds. So first, first I want to know, did you like it or did you not like oh, it? Oh, I thought it was great. It was really good to watch one of like the old fashion, I guess, nowadays. Like they don't have <laughs> movies like that anymore. No. We don't have them like that anymore. And I just, it was really nostalgic to watch a 2005 Spielberg movie where Tom Cruise <laughs> is just shouting at children. Oh my gosh. And that was like that whole, like they fake kill off somebody in the beginning, that doesn't happen in movies anymore. We just straight up kill people now. I was just expecting his son to be dead. Spoilers. Oh, okay, real talk, his son should be dead. Well, yeah, uh, no, that was, sake, <laughs> that was garbage. Just, just not continuity. I think it would work way better as the movie if his son was just actually fucking dead. Yeah. And it's like, way to go, you being a shit father killed your son, deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it was totally just so they could be like, God, there's no chemistry between Tom Cruise and this fucking kid. We need to get him out of here. This is about dad and his daughter. And it's not even about them. Dakota Fanning's either screaming or just like huddled in a corner or blindfolded for like 90% of the movie. There was half a moment where I was like, is this a metaphor for like weird child issues? Because like she's constantly blindfolded. She, she is blindfolded. There's also a moment where she just checks out mentally. Like she regresses oh, yeah. into a two year old. Honestly, Dakota Fanning is the best actor in this whole fucking movie. I'm not surprised. I mean, she made such a good career as a kid actor. I just think it's funny that they picked like the two most robotic daughter and father combination <laughs> that they could have because Dakota Fanning was always that like savant kid who was like borderline autistic but always really good at whatever she was doing oh 100 percent. and tom cruise is just insane (laughs) tom cruise is the dad who would leave his kid at the dentist and just be like hey i got stuff to do (laughs) you can't tell when people say tom cruise is an actor this is the only movie where i don't think he was actually acting this is him as a dad this is 100% him as a dad. It's him dialed at 10 for no reason, not being called at all, telling bad dad jokes and singing for no reason. I really want them to make a Corona movie and cast Tom Cruise as the lead and just have him like hauling ass through a Walmart with like a child and like a giant case of bounty underneath his arms. It's like, Robbie, you need to stay here. You need the antiseptic wipes. And Dakota Fanning is like analyzing the different hand sanitizers, saying which one is good and not good. (laughs) She has anxiety, okay? It's before it's time. It's before the mental health crisis, you know? Oh my god. If if anything, Spielberg knew. And like the first half, they like go to the um, they go to the house or whatever, and she's like, "I want to sleep in my bed. I got a bad back." (laughs) And it was like such a throwaway line. I was like, wait a second, why did they bring a 70-year-old woman <laughs> into the apocalypse? And she also has a peanut allergy that Tom Cruise has no fucking clue yeah. about. He tries to feed her peanut butter, and he's this like, since like... when have you had a peanut allergy? And she's like, earth. <laughs> 
She's got some zingers. She's got some she's fucking zingers. She's she, like, I'm telling you. It's the greatest movie. movie. God. <laughs> it's the greatest movie. This is Spielberg's most underrated film. Yeah, and I don't I mean, know why. I mean, it's no Jaws, but it's definitely got better dialogue. Fuck Jaws. <laughs> fuck Jaws. is boring as fuck. It is. I it's hate pretty, Jaws. It's fun. I it's, like Jaws. I mean, after the 45 minutes of nothing, then it's fun. True. Fair. I fucking hate Jaws. No, this is great. And this has momentum. Like it, there's like a brief like lull and then it just takes off and never stops. Yeah. I want to know everything you know. This, this thing, this machine, it crawled out of the ground, started torturing everything. It's killing everybody. What is it? Is it terrorists? This came from someplace else. What do you mean, like Europe? No, Robbie, not like Europe! So I, I have a note. Why, what is, what is Spielberg's obsession with grain? Like, the whole thing looks like he was filming with it's, a bundle of wheat is so grainy. I, which is so crazy. I was actually just listening to an interview with Matthew Libatique about working with Darren Aronofsky, and he literally says on set, he's like, the more grain, the better. Directors who like to shoot on film, like a lot of them just like the grain, I guess. They think it looks more artistic. I don't know. I've always read that grain is a sign of bad lighting. So <laughs> I always try not to do that. But yeah, for being 2005, it looked like it was a 90s movie. Like, yeah, it was grainy, that, like VHS grainy. That's all his stuff. Like even his modern stuff looks like that. Like he's obsessed with it. He just cranks down that resolution. I honestly think it helps him hide all like the big effects he does. Because I was watching this movie and I'm sitting there thinking like, you know what, these effects actually hold up really well for being 2005. And I yeah. think it's just because there's no clear image. Like I can't fucking yeah. see what the hell is going on. Which I mean, used to be a really, really good like practice back then when you didn't have, you know, the, the plethora of resources that we have to make like CGI and stuff. So I don't know, maybe that is it. What do you think of the intersection scene? I the whole, cool. the whole fucking highway flipping over. I was watching that. I was like, good God, yeah. that looks amazing. Yeah, that and the Look, boat. The boat was sick too. The boat the was boat. like all of the excitement of the end of Titanic, but without having to sit through it for two hours. And I was and so this, happy about it. It was, you know, if Spielberg directed the Titanic, I wouldn't hate it as much. And there also wouldn't be throwaway slavery lines about a white woman talking. <laughs> I, I hate the Titanic. It's a fucking racist piece of shit. Movie. Wow. All right. We'll have to put that down as an episode because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Old white men are crazy. I don't like them. They're gross. <laughs> They're gross and they have weird ideas. Also, can we go back to the fact that Tom Cruise is like, why don't my kids want to hang out with me? And he tries to <laughs> throw a baseball through his son's head. And it's the first day they get there. I love that. And Robbie just ducks and <laughs> destroys his house. And he has no food, no food in his house. Of course no your food. fucking kids aren't going to want to go. That's half what I got. You're an asshole. Hey, coming here. Why you act like such a dick? I'm so confused at like what kind of father, like for one, what kind of father Tom Cruise had and like what kind of father he was modeling Ray after because he's like the cool, like, uh, I don't keep real food in my house. Let's make jokes. Oh, look at the sky to like throwing a baseball through his son's head to telling his like child daughter he's freaking out to shut the fuck up basically. Oh my God, I love that line so, so much good. where she's, she's having a full blown panic attack and he's like, shut up, Rachel. Just shut up. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Honestly, that situation would probably be my Oh my God. Crap. 
You are the same father that Tom Cruise is. That would yeah, never be I'll you never as a parent. Reproduce. I, yeah, that would be me. I'd be a nut. <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely not. The, the fucking, Tom Cruise is a dad. He's got some jokes. He's got some one-liners. Like, that's one my brother knows. That's oh, did, nice. you write, did you write notes of all of his one-liners? I just wrote dad jokes. <laughs> all I fucking wrote was dad jokes. I also wrote Dakota Fanning came straight from a limited two. Okay. Which is, uh, I mean, early 2000s, perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is my nostalgia. Robbie looks like he's straight out of My Chemical Romance. Dakota oh, Fanny looks like she's straight out of Limited 2. And I love it that it's Justin Chatwin, too. Is it Chatman or Chatwin? The guy who plays, I, the, who's Goku in the Dragon Ball Z movie. And that's he, all I fucking he's know. He's shameless, but I don't know why. I feel like he just looks like every teenage older brother from, like, all those kinds of, like, family movies. So oh, I think it's my God. perfect. 100%. He honestly did a good job, despite Robbie having a really weird character, because Robbie's just, arc is strange. The whole, it, his whole, like, the whole dynamic of the family is strange. It's like, what the fuck is their arc, just as a family? Like, so, so, Tom Cruise's arc is the acceptance of becoming a dad, but it doesn't work because it's Tom Cruise, which yeah, is fine. Yeah. You know, we'll let that go. But you see him, like, accept the fact, like, I have to be responsible for my dad. Dakota Fanning is just, you know, she's the one trying not to die. That's fair, all she fair. is. I mean, that's her 10. arc. She's 10. That's all she really has to do. <laughs> it's just trying it's just to not die. die. <laughs> Robbie goes through this weird thing where it's almost like he goes through puberty right when the aliens attack. Yeah. And like, suddenly he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. It's like, stop. <laughs> what are you going to do, Robbie? Also, like, it, I mean, I'm happy they didn't do it because it's been done so many times. Like, but it, they acted like Robbie had just watched the aliens kill his mom. And like, yeah. that's why he wanted to go, or like watch them do something. He's I was like, but you're just watching the end of the world, basically. Like- It, it didn't kick in until the house got destroyed. So I don't know if he was just real attached to his house and all his I fucking baseball so, cards yeah. got ruined. But like, He's he was fucking- everything's important, but nothing he matters. Was, pissed as fuck as soon as that house got destroyed. It's like, bro, you have another house, a nicer house in Boston. Fucking go live there. I also wanted to know, like, what his fucking plan was. He didn't have the gun. How, when um, when they when they dropped the gun outside the car, when they get pulled out of the car, I half expected Robbie to be the one to pick up the gun. That would have been good. That's what I, I do. That would have made way, made way more sense. 100%. I do have a note about the gun. Um, my note is Tom Cruise has a purse gun. That's the only note? That's the only note is Tom Cruise has a purse gun. Because that 100% is a white suburban mom's gun that he bought because you don't need a license for it and it does like zero damage. Like, he can survive a bullet from that, no it's like problem. <laughs> it's fucking sucks! I bet he owns two rounds because it came with the gun. I fucking, he, I did not understand it. And then I, you know, I really like the car scene when they're trying to take the car. That's like the one deep moment of the film. It's where it's cool. like, who's who's worse, the the men or the machines? And it's yeah. like, we're all fucking shitty in this situation. Yeah. Sorry, I can't. I can't, please, get away from the car. Hey, stop the car! Hey, stop get, the get, car. get off the car! Get off the car! There's 20 people in there! Stop the car! Get off the car! Well, and it's cool, too, because I like that right afterwards, there's like kind of a callback to that scene with the boat. Yes. Like, that's a, that was a pretty cool, like... It was a good mirror. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, was a good I, what happened. And the guy, like, digging through the windshield with his hands. That oh. was a pretty cool video. I fucked with that. 
Ooh, it was rough. Sp Spielberg does tough, like, gritty stuff very well. I don't know why he doesn't do it more. Because he does, he, like, all this he's whimsical shit. He's, it's not, no one gives a shit. <laughs> That's true. If you have the talent, be gross and awful. Yeah, yeah. I hope all directors come back from the pandemic and just go into hard, gritty, like, gruesome movies after this. The fucking <laughs> aliens are called tripods. They are. They're called they're tripods. They're they're called tripods in the literal fucking script too. Like like when the in the like um, I, set notes, it just says that tripods. Crew, I bet that crew would have been such a nightmare to be on. All the shitty tripod jokes you would fucking hear. <laughs> so the the scene where, with the church where it's like pivoting. Yeah. Like I think that was all a fucking miniature. I was fucking blown away by that. And yeah, it doesn't I wouldn't switch be surprised. Just, the way it, it was, was lit works for miniatures too. It's so good. The effects are so good in this. Yeah, and they're really like large scale. Yeah, it's for a big how, movie. Yeah, for how good they are, like the whole that whole like devastation scene after the plane like falls in the house and shit. I was like, that's crazy because those are like big pieces that you don't usually see that see in like movies that aren't completely CGI. So yeah. I thought that was super cool. But a lot of this movie, like it's I've seen it so many times, so I can't help but note it. <clears throat> I can't help but notice that there are so many fucking sound stages. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's just awful. Like, that scene when Dakota Fanning gets taken up by the tripod, like, the ground is squishy. Tom Cruise is walking yeah. and, like, bouncing. It gave you, like, some Evil Dead vibes. <laughs> yeah. But it, it gives it, like, this surreal effect. Like, the whole movie feels very dreamlike, yeah. which I think works for it. Yeah. Especially with, like, the way the landscape is, like, constantly changing. Because especially at that scene, like, everything's red and, like, covered in, like, crazy shit. And, like, before that, like, the ground starts cracking. And then before that, it's just, like, thunderstorming. Like, it's, ev like, evolving so much. So yeah, there's, crazy. there's yeah. tons of matte paintings in it. And well done matte paintings. Yeah. I, I want to talk. <laughs> wait, wait, Go. can I just say? Yes. The butthole? <laughs> Tentacle. <laughs> I just wrote butthole. <laughs> I wrote anus tentacle. I mean, when... <laughs> everything else is mechanical, but for some reason the it's thing just into a the ship. squishy butthole, and it would it's... be. It would be. <laughs> you think it would be? I don't think it would be at all. I think they ran out of ideas. <laughs> I think they ran well, out of gonna, ideas. Well, I'm just saying, like, if there's going to be a fleshy part of a mostly mechanical alien, it would be the sphincter. <laughs> it, would. it would be. It would be. The... But it would expel things, not intake. That's the gross thing. You don't thing. know. <laughs> They're it's aliens. A, are they you an alien biologist? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I read Andy Weir's Hail Mary. I'm basically a biologist. <laughs> Fuck off. Sorry, you were uh, saying. Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, I want to talk about, I want you to put this in. I want you to put in Robbie's ADR thing. <laughs> oh, God, yes. It's so bad. Like, he, he runs to the top of the ferry. And he looks out at the ferry and he sees all the people hanging onto the fucking thing. And then he runs, he does like a full John Cena leap onto the fucking ferry like hold thing. Oh, you're talking and then he's like, grab my hand? Yes, and his yes. mouth is very clearly not moving <laughs> at all. And it's also like, it sounded like it was like months later, you know. Grab my hand. Hold on. The actor oh, started God. like picking up smoking. He sounds completely different. <laughs> and he's just like, grab my hand. Grab, grab my hand. Hey. It's just awful. <laughs> it's fucking awful. I could not, I had never noticed that before. I, that, uh, that scene is weirdly endearing to me. Cause I'm like, so 
are you trying to portray Robbie as like a hero or is he just acting what his idea of a hero is? Because he was just like, because he throws himself into a fire, basically. Like, <laughs> he tries to join the army with no military knowledge and no weapon. <laughs> He's the story's Jesus. He's there to fulfill all the guild rules. He's there to be the sacrificial he dies lamb, and comes the back to life. He is. Oh my God, Robbie's Jesus. We cracked the code. Wow, what this is you... actually some metaphor for the Bible again. <laughs> like <Another> mother. <laughs> what do you think of the alien design when you actually see them? Did you also like how they were introduced with the jump scare? I did. I did. A good old fashioned jump scare is always a good way to get a, a good introduction. Um, I mean, I thought they were cool. The problem is, this is the first time I've seen it, and so many things have used similar designs since then. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, that's crazy. Um, I was kind of confused. How big are they? I don't. I don't think they're that big. I think they're like the size of a Saint Bernard. That, no, that was no, because there's one walking over buildings, and there's that scene where everybody looks up and it's stepping over trees. Those are the machines yeah, the that machines. they ride. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the machines. Sorry, the aliens <laughs> themselves. <laughs> the first thing I thought when they came out was, of course, this is what they look like. And of course, this is how they move. <laughs> like, of course. I, it was so gross and unnatural. It doesn't make any sense. It also doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint. Like, we as humans walk on two legs, but all our stuff is four because it's more stable. Three things is unstable as a biological creature, but they're like, you know what will be fucking genius is if we make our giant trapeze fucking tripod things that have to climb over vast terrains also as unstable as we are. Like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, because all they really did was make themselves bigger. They didn't give themselves better balance. And honestly, I'm surprised, like, we didn't beat them faster. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, they did sneak up on us, but those things did not come to brawl in America. Look at them. <laughs> Look at that flimsy shit. Did you get why they died, though? Did you get that? I kind of did. I was actually rewatching it before I um, got in the call, so do you want to explain? Yes, yeah, so this is actually in the original story. So, fun fact, let me bore you. This was an originally book called by George Orwell. And then Orson Welles, our favorite fucking idiot, read it as a news broadcast and caused mass hysteria to everybody because people thought it was real. So people yeah. were like calling the cops. This and I know shit. about, yeah. That that story fucking fascinates me. How no PR person stopped him and was like, maybe you should put a warning before you fucking speak about this. But no, people <laughs> killed themselves yeah. and he's like, I woke up the next morning and I was all over the news. Like it was no fucking big deal. But anyway. In the story, they die from bacteria because they don't have the same immune systems we do. Oh, okay. So that's what breaks it down. And that's, that's the story so as funny. well. That's I so love it. Fucking great. And I liked I liked the show Don't Tell where it was like the shields are going down. They didn't really say it. I honestly think it could do without the Morgan Freeman voiceover explaining it. Love that shit though. Absolutely you, love that shit. I just think I did, who doesn't like Morgan Freeman voiceover? I think it's overdone. I'm so sick of Morgan Freeman. Send me a postcard, bitch. Oh, the driving scene. So my favorite moment is the no Robbie, not like Europe. Like I oh, want yeah, that as a yeah. fucking ringtone. It's so good. What the camera work in that whole scene is like, I, I want to say it's one take, but I know there's tricks, but it's just one take going in and out of the fucking car while they're like weaving yeah. in between traffic. Yeah, it's that, I remember that one. Cause that's um, like a couple minutes after the, the, the big famous Tom Cruise running for everybody. Cause like, obviously yeah. that's the one everybody like 
calls back to you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I've never like heard anybody give like praise to that shot. And I was like, that shot's super sick. Cause it like goes it's up over and like around and stuff. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of good cinematography in it. He does really fun stuff with cameras. Like when the ground is splitting, he does like a low tracking shot with that people shot like was dodging. Sweet. That shot, I mean, I, I know that's been done in so many other things now. I mean, literally every disaster movie since has this that. movie has has copied that exact shot, but it, it's never not cool. It's so cool. He, I love, I love what Spielberg does with cameras when he gets like fun with it and crazy. Have you ever seen The Adventures of Tintin? No, but I've heard it's really good. So because everything <clears throat> is CGI, Spielberg just like cracked the code on his padlock and just went fucking bonkers Hell with yeah. the fucking camera. There's like things all over the place. It like spans all around. It's fucking beautiful. That's not but scary. I want to see. I want to see him do more. I want to see him do more. Dude, West Side Story. West Side. <laughs> West Side Story. Are you talking about In the Heights? No, I'm talking about West Side Story. Is he doing West Side Story? Yeah, he is. Have you seen the trailer? The trailer's fucking sick. But I, West Side Story is literally tied for ti with Titanic. Because they're equally as problematic and equally as shallow. And both just ripoffs of Romeo and Juliet. But I absolutely fall in love with them every time I watch them. So, real talk, I have never seen West Side Story. Oh. I just know it's an exploitation of Black and Hispanic people. Not Black, just Hispanics. Just Hispanics? Yeah, we're off the table this time. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> or good for you? I don't know. Do I apologize yeah, or yeah, is it good for you? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> before the... There were even people here. They've been planning this for a million years. We're beat to shit. Please. My daughter. Think about it. They defeated the greatest power in the world in a couple days. Walked right over us. And these are only the first. They'll keep coming. This is not a war any more than there's a war between men and maggots. This is an extermination. So hello everybody. We are back. We're coming back to War of the Worlds. We have already filmed War of the Worlds because War of the Worlds was our first episode and we just dove headfirst into it. And we didn't do an ending. We didn't do it. We just stopped talking. <laughs> it just ended. We were ambitious and thought we were going to cover two movies at once. So we just segued into the second movie and assumed that we would wrap up both of them. <laughs> and then we definitely did not. So we're back here. What? Is this four weeks now? Four weeks later, we're coming back to this? Yeah. Yeah. This is a month later. Which is good because <laughs> we, we've had time to digest War of the Worlds a little bit more. So we, we have a couple things to talk about. One, we do need to talk about Tim Robbins, the Tim Robbins extravaganza. Absolutely. Do you, do you remember him at all? What do you remember of the Tim Robbins? I remember that Tim Robbins is exactly like all of the Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol. <laughs> Tim Robbins is like what Americans thought they were like during Corona. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like invisibly... There. Yeah, he's like mindlessly fighting this like invisible force that is going to crush him regardless. <laughs> but he thinks he has a chance. So yeah. Him and his stupid sawed-off shotgun think they have a chance at defeating these tripod aliens. And he tries to convince Tom Cruise to join his side. Tim, Tim Robbins is, first of all, he's a character from the book. That, I forget what the name is, but it like he's credited as the name that's in the book, and it's the same like transient man in the bottom of a house, 
like waiting to take over the fucking I so I really don't think that's his house. I think he just like set up that's shop fine. there. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world. It doesn't matter. I would be a little upset. So <laughs> I couldn't help I couldn't help watching that and like listening to him and his mindless like ramblings. Um, I couldn't help but imagine a world where everything that he is saying is going to happen is going to happen. And he's like, it's like Red Dawn, but it's Tim Robbins, the crazy man, like fighting aliens instead with his like brigade of civilian soldiers who come from the underground. <laughs> I, I, what did you think of that whole plot point where he just, because I think it grinds the whole movie to a, a thunderous halt. Like, everything oh, just yeah. stops. It's the worst. Which is it, probably why we forgot to talk about it, because it's so fucking boring. We 100% did. Well, because, like, like, when you're talking about it as an experience, the experience is Tim Robbins plays a crazy man in a cellar. And, like, that's what you remember about it. But when you're watching the movie, it's, like, it's like a solid 30 minutes of him and Tom <laughs> Cruise just, like, whisper fighting. Which is... <laughs> My least favorite, my least favorite type of conversation, for one. <laughs> but it's like thirty minutes. It is, and Ta and uh, Dakota Fanny just like silently crying. And then one thing that I do want to note is you really get a disconnect of Ray and his children because there's a point where Dakota Fanny is just like shell shocked from the whole experience, and she goes, "Dad, will you, will you sing me Hushabye Mountain or Rockabye and Goodnight?" And he's like, "I don't know what the fuck those are. Like, I didn't yeah. raise kids. What the fuck?" And it's very clear he's a shit fucking father. But I feel like in this instance, even though it's the most boring part of the whole fucking movie, you really get what exactly being a father means and that means protecting your kids from every enemy that machine man alien doesn't fucking matter so at one point tim robbins is getting too crazy and tom cruise is like i have to fucking kill him i have to get what do you think of that death scene i just first off i just can never imagine anyone other than tom cruise who's constantly in a situation where they need to kill another human being it's always just so extreme when it comes to him um, I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a good payoff. Unfortunately, when I was watching the movie, I had, I was just so ready for them to get it over with because at that yeah. point, at the point where he finally kills him, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think he like, or mm -hmm. earlier on, he like kind of references that he's going to kill him. And then it's another 10 minutes of nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, now he's going to kill him. <laughs> so I like, I mean, I like the way it was done. It's, I think that was a good way to do an off screen death. Especially one that was as violent as that one appeared to be. Yeah, he beats him with a shovel, doesn't he? Yeah, something like that. Like he, he doesn't he doesn't do anything clean, that's for sure. Do you think he did a full on like put the shovel in and just decapitate him? Because that's how I always imagined it. Oh, do you think that would work? I, I mean, feel like because only the like I mean you have to have a really sharp shovel because like the tip of it would have to be super pointy in order for that to hundred percent work. So you have to cut Tom, all that shit. Tom Cruise is three pounds, or like three foot, 90 pounds. So there's no way he can like jump on it and like sever the neck. <laughs> he just falls off. He just falls, it bounces. <laughs> <laughs> he just pogo sticks off Tim Robbins' body on the shovel. <laughs> I, I would want to see that. But you have, you have Dakota Fanning like, 
rocking and like covering her ears and singing Hushabye Mountain. Like, it's, there's yeah. no music. There's absolutely zero music while it happens. It's just Dakota Fanning singing. I think it's. I hate the segment, but I like the idea of it. Like when I when I remember, it, I go, "That's good. That's really good." It's just not interesting compared to all the other crazy fucking shit you just saw. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, especially all the crazy shit you're about to see, because yeah. that's when they like go out and see the world after the tripods have taken over, basically. Yeah, and you get to see what what the tripods are doing to the world like like you mentioned earlier like the, the they're completely terraforming the entire fucking planet in this weird like blood wine cellar where they're i don't, I don't it just looks like grapevines and i'm like are they, is this some vampire wine that's happening what is happening this is vampire what if the end of the movie just like it turns into like an infomercial and it's like <laughs> dracula pops out and he's like good evening <laughs> i made these machines to harvest my wine yeah, there's also there's also a good moment with it because I rewatched the Tim Robbins thing just so I could talk about it a little bit easier. There's also a good moment where Tim Robbins points a fucking shotgun at Tom Cruise, and goes, "This is my plan. What's yours?" And Tom Cruise has no answer because Ray doesn't have a fucking plan. Ray is just get from point A to point B, and however we manage to do it, that's fine. We may lose a kid or two on the way, whatever. I just gotta get to Boston. He doesn't fucking care. The yeah. arc of Ray as a dad is fascinating to me because he's a shit fucking father throughout all of it. But somehow, because he got his kids from point A to point B, it works. And he becomes a good dad in my eyes. But a gross Which, one because it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, I feel like that's the most, like, like the most Spielberg-y way to explain Spielberg films. Yes. It's like, because you followed this very simple plot device... <laughs> and you filled your role properly. I enjoy you, and I enjoy this film. Yes. <laughs> but you, as a human being, not not the greatest. Not the greatest. Over overall, overall, it's an okay segment. Tim Robbins is great in it. He's you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, I mean, everybody. I think everybody's pretty good in it. There was no performance that I was like, these people fucking suck. I think Manny the mechanic was a little iffy. <laughs> Yeah, fuck his three lines of dialogue really. Ray the fucking cow work. What do me. I do? Ch change the solenoids. Oh yeah, the solenoids. I told you about the solenoids. I see. Change the solenoids. I fucking. Man, the mechanic needed to be cut. I don't know why his on-screen death was so important. Cause you met him before. They yeah. have to show that everybody you know could be a victim. Yes, this is very much an apocalyptic scenario where, and I feel like each character represents the possible reaction someone would have, where Robbie is just like pure angst, Dakota Fanning is just shell shock, um, Tom Cruise is survival, and then Tim Robbins is crazy homeless man. Yeah. Um, so. I do th <laughs> I do kind of like that it, it parallels the Orson Welles story a bit too, because the tripods die out so fast. Yes. <laughs> so it's like very temporarily the end of the world <laughs> but all those people who jumped in the river at the beginning feel fucking stupid yeah if anything it was, a, <laughs> it was population control that happened you know it was yeah i'm, I'm not down. convinced it wasn't planned <laughs> it's all a government conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> the it's the illuminati out. it's the illuminati <laughs> it's gonna be laura croft's gonna come and fight him <laughs> Can you imagine Lara Croft and Ray together trying to get those fucking kids? I would love that. That'd be so great. That would be a fucking movie I'd want to see. I, I agree. But overall, Sasha, what did you think of War of the Worlds? What is your rating 
What did you enjoy the most? I give War of the Worlds um, 57 anus tentacles out of... That's a porn at that point. That, or an I orgy. Know. Well, it's it's actually it's actually an invasion because they're all aliens. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> it's a genital jamboree. <laughs> so fifty-seven uh, anus I, I tentacles heard that out of what? For the first time, uh, out of ninety tentacles. Out of, well, no, out of, no, I'll give it a, I'll, out of seventy. It's pretty good. Out of seventy, it's it's a it's a good movie. I'm glad. I knew you would like it, but I'm glad you liked it as much as you did. It's a fantastic yeah. film. I think it's, it's very Spielberg's. entertaining. Very entertaining, and I honestly think it's Spielberg's best film because it's just so simple and it like cuts all the whimsy out of it. And I don't, it just it doesn't meander. It gets right to the point. I fucking love this movie. I give this movie eighty anus tentacles out of ninety anus tentacles. Oh shit! Damn. With extra tentacles oh. coming out of the anus. With extra tentacles in the anus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Everybody should see War of the Worlds. I'm shocked more people haven't seen it. No, Robbie, not like Europe. 